thank you for joining our conversation on Wow Whispering. I am your host, Diane A. Curran, and it is delightful to be with you. Wow is spontaneous, open, expressive. Whispering is intimate, still, receptive. In our modern age, moments rush in or away like quicksilver. Do we even make the time to savor a wow or reflect on a whisper to notice and value such gifts? We're ready to do just that with you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. A fond hello to you. And guess what? You found us at the beginning of something brand new, this podcast. I'm thrilled to be with you on this fine adventure. Now, what the heck are we all about? You know, we're going to delve right into what wow and whispering have come to mean to me. And let me start out by letting you know that, like most people, I never had a definition of the word wow. I just grew up with it percolating up in my experience. And like many people, it just bursts out at a moment when you're experiencing something. And so the definition that I've come up with is this. It's an intuitive, instinctive expression voiced in awe or pleasure or stun when presented with the unexpected. And you know what? That happens in life a lot. And it might be unexpected experiences that happen to you, or it might be unexpected experiences you see happening with other people, or they're telling you about, or they're sort of engaging in and sort of magnetizing you into the middle of. It's something that has many different aspects. Wow is a kind of, I'm going to say, a moment that is timeless and natural and effusive and all those things. And it might be something that you kind of have to take a moment and stop to really see how you feel about it, to find yourself in the middle of this peak experience and say, what about this? What kind of a wow is this? Because I've heard that word, and I've certainly said it myself, in a way that isn't excited and enthusiastic. It's like, whoa, wow, what is this? So there's another piece to life that isn't about wow, it's the opposite, if you will. Wow, we oftentimes think of when we consider people who are public figures or people who are used to being in the public eye or they're performing or they're entertaining us or they're thrilling us with their sports prowess or they are engaging our minds in something we've never thought about. And they're doing it in a way that just magnetizes us to what they are seeking to communicate. Well, whispering happens in a very different way. A whisper is by its very nature, whisper, quiet, right? And so I would say that whispering is about using a soft, confidential tone or manner to hint at or deliver a private message. Very different feeling. It can be something that is between two people. It can be a few folks putting their heads together and quietly thinking, what are we going to say about this? What are we going to think about this? What are we going to do about this? Or whispering could be something, and I've heard people describe it this way, that it bubbles up inside them until they can't not pay attention to it. It could be a little inner voice that is seeking expression. It could be a warning. It could be 
an invitation. It could be something that your day-to-day rhythm of life sort of brushes aside and says, oh, I'll get to that later, or I don't really want to deal with that, or I don't think I can deal with that. But a whisper sneaks up on you, and eventually it may become a wow, but it definitely gets your attention, and it may have the power to shift your point of view. So these are two words that aren't so very, very polarized that they can never meet in the middle. In fact, they oftentimes do, or one morphs into the other. So I thought, oh my gosh, I've got to do a podcast that really brings them together in the same moment, in the same room, in the same conversation, and let's see what happens. So who am I? I've been chatting away like this, like I know you already. And you know, for some people I do, and for others, I'm going to meet you later on in life, or maybe through this conversation on air. I am a person who started out life thinking that my just natural interest in art and writing was going to be my life. And I started out doing art projects as a little kid. I never stopped. I was always excited about them. And I I tried to start my first magazine when I was just, oh, in very early years of grammar school. And I thought, I love reading magazines. I love being immersed in writing that's interesting and exciting and sparkling. I think I should start my own magazine. So I got a couple of pieces of paper. And I thought, well, the first thing you got to do if you're an artist is you got to design the masthead. You got to design the logo. So (laughs) I I created the title of my magazine. It was going to be called McCook's Monthly, like M-C-K-O-O-K, McCook's Monthly. So I'm sitting there trying to lay it out on a little eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. And I got it all done. And then I noticed something and I said, uh-oh, I forgot the H in monthly. <laughs> so my beautiful little masthead <laughs> was a reminder of how easily it is to get caught up in something that you don't even look at what you're doing. So I thought, aha, this is going to be interesting. And I kept reading magazines. Of course, I was just fascinated by all that they showed us. And at that time, I'll date myself a little bit here. McCall's was the magazine that I sort of took the idea from. But Life and Look Magazine, the Saturday Evening Post, they all came into my house. And while they were something my parents read, I was just fascinated to turn the pages and look at everything that was being written about and all the photographs that were really remarkable. And then the ads were even more amazing. So guess what I did? I thought I was going to study history and go into that world because I was fascinated with history as well. But I wound up not doing that at all, but jumping right into the world of advertising and marketing at a very young age. And I like to say that I kind of went underground because I didn't tell anybody at that point that I was an artist or a writer myself. I thought, no, they don't really need to know that. And so I kind of went underground thinking, well, I'll do this for a little while, maybe a year or so. And four decades later, I still haven't stopped. Why? Well, because I discovered something about marketing through the avenue I took, which was direct marketing, which is a brand new form of marketing at that time. And I discovered that what was amazing about it was that it was a way to communicate to people. And you had to be really good at communicating because if people saw you as intruding on them with something they didn't want to hear about, they would just turn the page of the magazine or the newspaper 
or they would turn the dial on the radio or shut off the TV or go out to the kitchen and get a sandwich while you were jabbering away and they wouldn't pay any attention to you. So I discovered that marketing couldn't exist and do its job unless it was what I like to now call high performance communication. And that's where you have very little time to bring value to your audience such that they want to hear more. Oh my gosh. Well, as I started to think about this podcast, I thought, you know what? That's a really pretty big world and I love being in it, but it's not the whole world. It's not big enough for what I want to discover and explore and, and, and experiment with, with you. And that is, I thought, you know what? This is all about the heart of conversation. It's all about communicating and connecting with other people. And don't we love to talk to other people? I am excited to share with you in a little bit who some of my initial guests are going to be on Wow Whispering. And sometimes, yeah, I'm going to do a little bit of talking because I love to talk, just like most people. But I also love to listen. I like to hear what people have to say. Now, sometimes they say a lot, and I kind of get lost along the way and have to stop them and say, wait a minute, what did you mean by that? Because I like to make sure I'm getting what's being given to me. Because oftentimes when people share something with you, they've got a passion that matters to them in life or a point of view they really want to persuade you of or something they want to share and work it out with you. They want to have your listening and have your understanding and gain your appreciation and maybe even your support. So the idea of the heart of conversation is all about what it is that allows us to connect with each other. And oh my gosh, that opens up so much. So in Wow Whispering, I really look forward to exploring and discovering and creating and experimenting with and just finding out what we can learn about communication together, shall we? How about reflecting on the curiosities and the challenge and hopefully the emerging wisdoms of life? So that's a conversation I would love to invite you to participate in. So who are we going to be talking with? Well, I decided that I wanted to have guests from everywhere. I wanted to talk with people who are healers and performing artists, you know, actors and musicians and singers and athletes, because athletes, oh my gosh, they're always dealing with surprises in life. They practice and train and learn, and then they're in the game or they've taken on a competition and anything could happen. So I want to talk to them. And in the world of business, which I do spend a lot of time in, I love both the solopreneur who does it all themselves and the entrepreneur who wants to gather a team and get their loyalty and grow bigger than big. And I also want to talk with psychologists and coaches, people who are there for other people to hear what is being said, reflect it back, and hopefully bring some enlightenment into the conversation and the goals that are being set. I want to talk to teachers and students because in life, aren't we a little bit of both always? And of course, I want to talk to writers and authors. I want to talk to shamans and animal intuitors, people who check out and communicate in a way that we aren't necessarily used to day to day. So I also want to talk to tech geeks and creative geniuses, people who are inventing and discovering things that haven't been thought up yet. Oh my gosh, there's just so much to do. So imagine the wows and whispers 
that have made the lives of people like this and changed their lives along the way. Well, I've invited them to share their gems with you, and I can't wait to hear what you think about all this. So let me tell you about a few of the folks who are going to be joining us in our first group of episodes. We're going to be talking with a financial stress reduction coach, someone who does an amazing service because money conversations can be fraught for so many of us. And this is a woman who's all about reducing the stress so that money can be fun. We're going to talk with a mindful meditation expert, somebody who knows how to bring forward the calm that we all seek in life, but sometimes it eludes us. We are going to be talking about someone who took fandom to the next level, somebody who's a fan of football, and I'm talking about the European football, which we in this country know as soccer, somebody who podcasts for a team in a country that he doesn't even live in with a bunch of people who live around the world, and they are major fans who have made a local little team famous across the world. I want to talk to a marketing strategist, someone who makes her living making other people tune into what really matters in their professions so they can go out and be successful in the world of public speaking and consultation and coaching and training others. I want to talk to a writer, and I found someone who's both a poet and a novelist, just beginning to bring her first novel out into the world, and she is an editor who's very expert at helping other writers find their voices. I want to talk to and introduce you to a skincare guru and a product formulator whose personal journey for healing is so inspiring, along with her gift for grit and openness that she's going to share with us. I can't wait to introduce you to a dolphin and whale guide, a woman who takes people right into the big ocean and introduces them to beings who live in a completely different world than we human beings typically do. And they live there all the time. They don't go home to their houses at night and then get back in the water in the morning. They're there all the time. I am excited to introduce you to a psychologist who's a PhD who's passionate about the women's movement and all the ups and downs that have taken place, not just in a decade or even a lifetime, but in history that goes beyond our individual lives, way, way backwards in time, where she started to really tune into her interest in this from a historical point of view. And I want to introduce you to a serial entrepreneur, someone who's a former journalist who knows all about communication, needing to be quick to the point and right on the money. And she, speaking of money, has made multi-millions in a variety of serial ventures, serial business achievements that have allowed her to really reach up and now seek to help women who lift, who are seeking to be lifted up in business. She's available for that, so yay. And I wanna mention to you that you're gonna have a chance to hear from a real business prodigy, a 21 years young gentleman who is also a learning phenomenon, a knowledge phenomenon, who's all about human transformation and the next version of humanity. So, oh my gosh, without even getting into the people that I'm going to meet in the future, look at what we're going to have conversations about as we start our podcast. Oh, I so want you to join me and see what you have to say about it. Now, let's talk about something else I want to do here. I'm going to slightly reinvent 
the traditional PSA. What is a PSA? It's a public service announcement and has long time been part of the tradition of being on air, whether it's in the world of radio or television. In fact, part of the broadcast licenses that radio and TV companies have is they have to do public service announcements. Now, if you're a night owl like me, you might see a lot of them because a lot of times they're on late at night. Well, I'm going to put my public service announcements right smack in the middle of our broadcast. Well, it might be toward the end of the individual episode. But what I love about this is that I'm taking podcasting and PSAs and I'm mashing them up a little bit together. And what I want to do here is I want to take a break inside each episode and highlight a group or an organization or um, we'll say a set of resources, some of which are local, some are large, some are regional, some are international. And they're all about uplifting our way of life and making it possible for us to be more and more a connected world. I realize that because we are online here and we have the vast world of the internet at our beck and call, I'm going to give you websites and um, social media links that you can go and check out the organizations and the groups that I highlight and discover for yourself what they may provide to you or how you might align yourself with them. Very exciting opportunity. And I found some really interesting groups to highlight initially. So we're going to do that in each episode. And what I love is that if you find a group's purpose or programs or volunteer opportunities whispering to your heart or mind, you can easily find out more with a simple click and they might become a big wow for you. Today, we are pleased to feature museums and not just one, but five top museums that we know are top. Why? Because there's a way to find out how many people go there. They count their visitors. And so we're going to mention the five museums that, well, they happen to be art museums because I'm a real lover of art. Many people are. And the proof is in the pudding. How many people go and visit art museums? Well, let me give you some examples. The Louvre is the number one visited museum in the world with 8.1 million visitors every year. Oh my gosh, that is remarkable. And catching right up, who knows if they'll jump ahead, is the National Museum of China with 8 million every year. Now, I'm not mentioning their websites right now because they're a little bit complicated. I want to tell you that uh, they and at least uh, one other of the museums listed in my group of five have uh, websites that are not .coms or .orgs because they are national websites in their country of origin. So you'll definitely want to check out the show notes to find out how to get to the Louvre, how to get to the China Museum, and now museum number three is the Metropolitan Museum of Art, fondly known by those in New York City where it lives as the Met. And the Met is 7.3 million strong. And boy, do they get a lot of visitors from all over the world. Because when people come to New York, that's one of the places they go. It's, it's an extraordinary collection from all over the world and uh, very, very popular. And right behind it in Rome is the Vatican Museum. Their collection is extremely detailed, historic and quite rare objects of art. 
6.5 million people visit it every year. We know the Statue of David because David gets around in terms of photographs. And that reminds me of something I'll tell you about in just a second. But number five on the list of amazing art museums that are very popular is the British Museum in London. 5.9 million people go there every year. So what am I talking about in terms of art museums? Because we can't all go there. I'd love to be traveling every year and visiting them. And by the way, I'd never be able to get to all the museums. Do you know that in the United States alone, there are 33,000 museums and in the world, 55,000 in over 202 countries? It's remarkable. Imagine if you could hop on a plane or a train or a bicycle or just get going on your feet and visit them all. It would take you several lifetimes, no question about it. But we have a faster way to do it now. We live in the world of online resources. So what that has prompted these and other museums to do is to begin to take their collection, photograph it beautifully with very high resolution, super quality photographs and images and put them online in many cases for free so that people who can't come and visit them can enjoy their collection. Now there's nothing like standing in front of a work of art and seeing the magical textures and the way the light from around you bounces off and enlivens the work of art. And to be able to see what it's made of and how it looks and how big it is and all of that. But if you can't be there in person, you still get the opportunity to be there virtually. And it is magnificent to know that the museums that really are about having people come visit them are also about visiting people. So I encourage you to check out their websites. And by the way, if you're not an art lover, art lover today, you may be a lover of other kinds of museums. So check them out as well. And just uh, maybe sidle up to your local art museum. You may be surprised to find out what fun it can be. Enjoy. So I invite you to really be available for wow and whispering. And I'm gonna leave you with maybe a little bit of a challenge, something you can do on your own in between listening to our podcast here. And here's what it is. The way I've been talking about wowing and whispering, you notice that there's a very important piece of it. It's called listening. It's not just what you say in the world, but it's what you hear. And it's also what other people hear from you. So I'm going to invite you to do a little experimenting on your own as you go through your life each day and notice the ups and downs that occur. I'm going to invite you to notice what you're listening to and how you are listening to others. And what that might do is it might let you know what's coming into your mind, into your hearing, and into your brain, and therefore into what you're creating in your day-to-day -day life and what you're creating in the longer-term rhythms of your life. Just notice what you hear and what of the many words that you pass by people speaking in your day-to-day -day life, whether it's um, on the job or um, in talking with clients or in being in community groups or just existing in your family. What do people say around you and what do you notice is getting said? Because you don't listen to everything that gets said to you. You pick up on certain things 
And then that kind of goes in your little goodie bag of things that you paid attention to. And then that becomes part of what you then reflect back to the world. So I want to invite you to spend a little time each day noticing what you're hearing. It doesn't have to be 24 seven, but just maybe allocate a little 10 minutes here, a little 15 minutes there, a little five minutes on another moment to notice what's being said around you and what you're picking up on. I know that if you do this a little bit every day, you're gonna build some awareness, you're gonna build some strength, and you're gonna build some muscle for communication. And then it might give you an inkling of how you have become the communicator that you are right now in your life. No matter what your age, you could be a teenager, you could be in your early 20s, you could be scooting through your 40s, or you could be hopping right up there into the wisdom years of life. But notice who you communicate with and how you connect to other people. And you know what? You can always shift and grow that and expand it and uplift your own quality of life. And all it takes is a little attentiveness to what wows you and what whispers to you. And in the process, you might notice that the whispers from within get more and more available to you. You might notice them more. You might pay attention to them more. And so the whispering can come within. And then what you present to the world is your own creativity, your own discoveries, and the contribution that you can be to others. Oh my gosh, we could talk about this and we will more in the future. But right now, I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me right at the very beginning of this grand adventure. And I look forward to seeing you very, very soon. Thanks so much. What a pleasure to be with you in the world of wow whispering. As we complete this episode, I invite you to notice the wows and whispers that enliven or challenge as they fulfill life for you in both tiny moments and transforming experiences. I wish you the very best until we meet next time.